Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Once again, you can always call or text the show, 402-464-5685. Watch and comment Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. The show is sponsored by Gaina Trucking. There is a team sip up the road from Lincoln in Omaha. You might know them as the Creighton Blue Jays, a.k.a. the Evil Empire up north. <laughs> you know what they've done, Sip? You, you know what they evil. have done? You know what they've done? Four losses. They've lost them. four straight games, including your... Nebraska Cornhuskers. They've now, lost. Here's the deal. What? What do you, what do you got? Go no, ahead. you go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt your soliloquy no. here. Go ahead. Here's they the lo- deal. They lost on Saturday night on the road. Crazy Vegas, game. Playing in Vegas. Crazy game. Against BYU. Right. Now, BYU, a couple games ago, lost to South Dakota. Not South Dakota State. USD, the Coyotes. Yeah. And in Utah, Vermilion. And Utah Valley. Okay. BYU has lost to Utah Valley and South Dakota. Yeah. And Creighton goes and plays in Vegas, mm-hmm. loses by three, and now there's a lot of fear from Creighton fans about what is this team. They had a great start to the season. You had a rough loss by five to Texas when they didn't shoot the ball well. But, okay, lost by five and didn't shoot the ball well. That's fine. Had a loss to Arizona, but but played well in that game. And then the losses to Nebraska and BYU have stirred some is- issues the fan base in Creighton. And so I ask you this, Husker fans. Do Nebraska ball fans take joy in Creighton's recent struggles and misery in general? I'd be careful with that. Why? Yeah, they lost 83-80 to 80 to BYU. Uh, because they're not that bad. I mean, they, they just run into a kind of a rough patch of games. They lost, you mentioned, Arizona was number 14. Yes. Texas was number 2. Yes. Um, Nebraska is surging. Um, now, this by BYU game was weird. I watched it. Okay. It was odd. Why was it odd? Because BYU tried to give it to them. BYU collapsed. They were up. They were up eleven with three and change to go. They were up eleven with three minutes to go, and Creighton came back and led by one. Mm. I mean, they gave up a eleven point lead inside three and a half minutes. BYU was terrible down the stretch. Terrible. Tried to hand the game to Creighton. Creighton couldn't take it. Now, the, what I'm seeing from Creighton is they're not getting enough from Shireman. No. They're not. His his efficiency is terrible. Yeah, they're not getting enough from him at all. A lot of shots. Yeah. Like I think he's like three for 11 on threes again. Right. Just, he's just, just – that's been standard for him, though. He's, he's like been three for 11 on threes. Right. Um. They just look like a team that's not as good as we thought, is what the summation. But but the thing is, even in those losses to Arizona and Texas, they played good basketball. Yeah. Well, I mean, they played well enough defensively. They they look good against Arkansas in a high-scoring game, Good a, a ranked Arkansas team. Here's the deal, Jake. They've lost four in a row. They now, have. are we going to look back on this as, okay, that's where Creighton righted itself. I think we will. They just had a little rough patch. Okay, and then... Then Greg McDermott got them settled, found a little something different. I don't know what that would be. Um, and then they got going in the in the Big East season. 
they're picked to win the Big East, or is it? Hey, they're just not. They're just not as good as we thought. I think they're somewhere in the middle. I, I don't think they're an elite team like they thought they're going mm-hmm. to be, but I don't think they're bad. I think they'll they'll still be contenders in the Big Ten or the Big East. They're not bad. They by the way, Kalkbrenner did not play against BYU. That's right. Yeah, Kalkbrenner was out. Uh, BYU had a guy go for like what twenty six points yeah. off the bench. Off the bench. Well, he's regularly a regularly oh, okay. a starter. Gotcha. For some reason, he was coming off the bench. Got it. In that game. BYU, I watched the game again. BYU, I don't know. The, the thing that I, the thing that's really noticeable watching these games is it's just sort of tough out there. BYU would be really hard for Nebraska, and BYU's not that good. I mean, they're they were five and five. What, BYU what, was five. What's and What's their five. calling card? Why 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 could they beat Nebraska but lose to they're South Dakota kind of t- and Utah? They're like Valley. Nebraska. They're not. They're they're athletic. I mean, they're. But they don't have a star player, really. But they're they're pretty big and athletic. Like they look pretty good. I don't know how the hell you lose to Utah Valley with that roster in South Dakota. Probably just tells you it's South Dakota and Utah Valley have some guys too. And that's kind of my point. I mean, it's it's you better come to play every night in college basketball now because the the talent's distributed pretty well now. It is. It really is. You look. I was watching Ohio, Michigan a few weeks ago. Ohio, yeah, not, not Ohio State. State. Ohio. Not Ohio State. Ohio went to overtime. Yeah, they, they looked pretty good. It didn't look like a. It was not a mismatch. John, I got a call from John in Lincoln. Who's got a comment on again? My question was: Do, do you revel in the misery of Creighton right now? <laughs> this has been the the, the pain in the butt for Nebraska fans forever. Hmm. You beat them. They're on a four game skid. Are you enjoying this or hoping they snap out of it for, so your so your win looks better? We got John. John, you're on early break. Go ahead. I, I am I am enjoying it. Those wine sippers. You know what? Wine sippers. Hello. You can't tell me they would win eight games in the Big Ten Conference. Ooh. Ooh. There's no way. Ooh. And every year, every year I could say the same. Most every year I would say the same thing. They get through a weak conference, get to the tournament, and everybody thinks they're good. But let's be real, they're not good. <laughs> I, I like hey, John. Hey, John. That's my kind of call okay, right there. Eight. Take eight. They wouldn't get, he said they wouldn't get to eight wins in the Big Ten. I think they would. I, John, I get where you're coming from. Well, they're not that tough. No, they're, they're not. not a very tough team. I mean, Nebraska was rebounding with ease yeah. against Creighton. They're not real. They're not. And they're not making threes at a high enough clip like right. they usually do to to win that way. They're, they're, they're just right now in a funk. Now, well, again, no Kalkbrenner in that game, who was and, soft against Nebraska, anyways. And Kaluma, do I got his name right? You got it. Arthur Kaluma mm-hmm. had twenty seven, but fouled out Jake with like five minutes plus to go. Fouled out way too early. Committed a stupid foul, open court foul. What are you doing? You got four fouls. What the hell? Why would you foul? Is that that kind of thing? Mm-hmm. And he went to the bench. So without they're without Kalkbrenner, Period. And then we're without they're without Arthur Arthur Kaluma Arthur Kaluma down the stretch, and they still almost pulled it out. Somehow good, BYU's not a good team. They're just okay. They're Purdue, an average. BYU's team. average. Yeah, they lost to South Dakota. Yeah. 
Am I reveling in it? No. Uh, we actually, we, no, I'm not reveling in it. I'm interested in it to see if Greg McDermott can pull them out of this. What do you think the text sign response has been so far to the reveling. question? Again, I, my ask the question, reveling. do Nebraska ball fans take joy in Creighton's recent struggles in their four-game skit? Here's some response from the text line. Randy says, just yes. <laughs> he just says yes. Dave, heck yes. I love when Creighton loses. Absolutely from JD. Uh, someone says, you always take joy in a Jasker's pain. Shane says, suck an egg, Creighton. Suck an egg. And John, caller, call them the wine sippers. <laughs> wine sippers. <laughs> in their cardigans, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. In their cardigans. Cardigan, red, yeah, wine, sniff, wine sippers. Uh, yeah. Downtown Scott says, if they're not bad, then yes, we take joy. We don't really want them to be bad just to have bad results. Well, you don't want them to be bad. I mean, the thing you're missing in this conversation is don't you want them to be good so you can brag more about that win? Yes. 63. But I also want to follow it up myself with the win, like with wins in a good season. 63-53. By the way, we should also mention as far as Creighton goes, this means not – as much to you as it would to your dad, your 61-year-old father mm -hmm. who knows Paul Silas. Paul Silas, the former Creighton great, former NBA head coach, uh, former, former. Every business wants to engineer new possibilities, creating revenue, optimizing costs, and scaling technologies like cloud and AI. Start at Deloitte.com slash US slash cloud and find the services you need to get the value you seek. Deloitte head of the NBA Players Association, the union, Paul Silas dies at age 79. Um, Jake, Paul Silas, as a player at Creighton, averaged 20 points and 21.6 rebounds. Wow. Yes, Paul Silas. He averaged 21.6 rebounds a game? He averaged 21.6 rebounds a game. Is that a record? <laughs> He played college basketball. Okay, no, that's in three seasons. Averaging 20.5 points and 26, 21.6 rebounds over three seasons. College Hall of Famer. Former Blue Jay. Dies at Paul age Silas. 79. Paul Silas. Yes. And again, we're still tracking the uh, story with Mike Leach. We'll give you an update throughout the show. If, if, we, if there's nothing by tomorrow, we'll for sure update you on this show regarding Mike Leach's status, but he's in critical condition also at Mississippi State. Yeah, so unfortunate times. We, we hope that Mike Leach can, can, can get well. Yes. Soon. Let us play the game. So give us a call right now at 464-568. Five a chance to win a business box of bagels to Bagels and Joe. Now, I know we did this topic a few weeks ago. I've got completely new names and new teams. So don't bash me on this one. We're going to do NFL tight ends again. But I promise you, the, the ones I did last time Why? are not mentioned. I don't know, because I just was – I like football topics. It's a football it's a football state. Okay, let's do it. I think you know your NFL tight ends, your current NFL tight ends. Call us up at 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, Sipple! <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play. 464-5685. 
Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. All right, 464-5685. Calls, takedown, sip, and trivia. How do you feel about NFL tight ends today? I feel okay. Okay-ish. Current ones, not from the 80s, yeah. 90s, 70s. <laughs> from the 70s and 80s would be great. No Kellen Winslow Sr. today. Dave Casper. Who was a Cowboys big tight end besides Junior Miller? What, what what time frame? 80s. I don't know. I don't need I should. You'll think about it. Yeah. But no matter what, he's not an answer today, so don't go okay. for that person. Yeah, don't go for that uh, We got Marcus. Marcus, how do you feel about NFL tight ends? Uh, all right. All right, Marcus. Um, let's do this. All right, Marcus, first question goes to you. Here we go. What team does Tyler Conklin play for? The Lions? No, not the Lions. Zip. I've been told Junior Miller didn't play for the Cowboys, but I think he did play for the Cowboys briefly. We'll look that up. Um, Conklin plays for the Vikings, by the way. You're going for that one? Yes, Vikings. It's on the Jets. It's on the Jets. Jets. I'm trying to figure out Junior Miller here real quick. Junior Miller uh, played for the Falcons and the Saints. No Cowboys. <laughs> so whoever told you that is correct. Falcons for four years, Saints for one. That's oh, it. that's wonderful. Okay, zero to negative one. You went for the steal. Sip for now for the tie to go back to zeros. Uh, what team does tight end Jawan Johnson play for? Not the Bucks, Marcus. Do you want that one or not? No, I'll go ahead and pass. That'd be the uh, same division, though. Sip the Saints. Yeah, the Saints. This is for the win. Up zero to negative one, Marcus. What team does Gerald Everett play for? Gerald. Um. Five seconds. Yeah, I'm going to go Packers. No questions correct. You don't, you don't have to take this one. I am taking it because I need to get back Chargers. Okay. <laughs> Played last night yep. against the Dolphins. Played all right. 0-0 zero, zero for the win. He missed this, though. No. Marcus can steal. All right, for the win, Sip. What team does Jordan Aikens play for? Tight end. Jordan Aikens. A-K-I-N-S. Jordan Aikens. I can see him right now. I can see him. Doesn't help me. What team does he play for? Jordan Aikens. Five seconds. Are taking three teams off the board. Team is terrible. Is Does he still play for the Texans? Is he on the Texans? <laughs> Just when you think he's about to lose on a Monday, he says, "Not so fast, my friends." A one-zero lead, a one-zero win for Sip. Congrats, Sip. We'll get Marcus a bagel and coffee. But call it on the road, Marcus. Thanks for trying this morning.
That's about as rough as the Dolphins. Yeah, well, that's about right. As the Dolphins. <laughs> that was excruciating. That was not great. You were down that was zero to negative. It was, it, that took a lot of energy. I need a nap after that. We won. It's good. I know. Uh, tiebreaker. Ready? Yeah. How many tight ends have 100-plus career touchdowns in NFL history? Three. Three. Is that too easy? Got the names? Gonzalez. Um, I don't know the other two. Gates. And and what's Gates' first name? Antonio. Okay. Gronkowski. Gronk. Triple yeah. triple G's. Bam. The triple G's. Yeah. yeah, that's good. I got that off the top of my head. By yeah. the way, Cowboys tight ends of the eighties, according to our Greg. Greg in South Carolina, who I think that was on Friday, who had an enormous call to the show. Greg in South Carolina, 80s Cowboys tight ends, Jackie Smith and Billy Joe Dupree. Which one were you going for then? I don't know. I thought, I, thought, I thought Junior Miller played there for a little bit. I've never heard of either of those tight ends. You've heard, I've heard of Billy Joe Dupree. I don't, I don't, I don't think I have. I thought, I, I thought Junior played for the Cowboys a little bit. Junior used to work out at the downtown Y. Junior Miller. Former Husker great. And I knew him pretty well. I could have sworn he played with the Cowboys a little well, bit. Well, no. He Saints did. and Falcons. What am I this week? 1-0. Oh. Uh, 1-0. Uh, uh, oh. <laughs> Can't stop him. Mondays have been your friends yeah. recently. Yeah, yeah Monday. Mondays. How about that? Mondays. Friendly Mondays. Not for me. All right, Post what are we doing next? Well, the spillover with Raph and AD is next. We'll talk to... Hey, we've we got to talk... three teams in misery right here. We have to talk to Raph about the Broncos and Hackett. Well, the Broncos are out of the playoffs with four weeks to go. I just they're they're a post game radio guy. The Broncos are saying we got to keep Hackett for what? the rest of the season. Don't fire oh. him before the season's okay. over. Okay, well he needs, he's got to go. Still a moron. Raph and AD are next. An early break on the ticket. <laughs>